Hey guys, it's Lex and Courtney, and you are listening to The Pleasure's All Yours. We are here again this week promoting sexual liberation in the black and queer communities. Um, you know, we just wanted to make a space where we could all come and talk and laugh and kiki and really just emphasize that the pleasure is... It's all yours, baby. It's all yours. Wow. Another beautiful, hot, 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 hot Texas Sunday. Wow. Girl, it's fucking sweltering out here. It is. Yeah, I'm getting in the pool as soon as I'm done with this. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's really... Sounds really nice. I'm not even going to lie to you, Playboy. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I feel like it's hot everywhere. Today, one of my friends was telling me about like this heat dome that we're experiencing right now. Um, yeah. Oh, you, oh everybody no, just... No, I said yes. I'm saying yes, and like, I'm paying attention. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, because I'm Sorry, like, everybody was, knew about the motherfucking heat dome? I was just interjecting into the combo. My okay, bad. okay. So basically, <laughs> it's when... Um, like the currents of the the wind currents are bringing in the cool air from like the Gulf of Mexico or something like that, mm-hmm. and it's like creating like this lift effect. Okay. So all the cool air is going straight over Texas and Mexico, Yikes. and it's creating a dome of just heat that like the cool air is not hey, penetrating. So we I'll are blame struggling the over races. here. Yeah, blame them. Blame the wall. Uh, <laughs> it, it does. It seems to attract a lot of and like radiate a lot. Of yeah, heat. a lot of heat, a lot, lot of bad energy, a lot of bad energy there going on at the wall. Yeah. yeah, in the Gulf of Mexico too. Yeah, very true. Yeah, lots of bad juju going on there. Hey now, you're a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that can be the fun fact. Did you guys know about the heat dome? Did you, yeah. <laughs> Did you know that we're in a heat dome, nigga? <laughs> Now I feel like talking about heat has made me hot. I have to go turn on the AC. Okay. <laughs> Just picturing the heat is like no. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm telling you, I'm going to sun. Baby, I'm about to sunscreen up my body. Slather it. Slather Second it. skin. Yeah, like a little like a little rotisserie chicken. Yes, and that's yeah. how you stay so supple. Yeah. yeah. That's how that melanin stay melanin. Exactly, exactly. Okay, well, um, for those of you who have not listened to us before, we do start our episodes usually with a fun fact. But obviously our fun fact is about the heat dome, so. <laughs> you got it. We're, we're literally Sandy Cheeks right now. Yeah. <gasps> Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, you know, I guess they were right on SpongeBob in a way. We do live in a dome now. But, yeah, we start our um, episodes off with a fun fact, and then we usually lead into a pleasure moment of the week. So, Court, what was your pleasure moment of the week? My pleasure moment of the week was this week, and Mm -hmm. I really had such a good night with my gals. It was just like a really good girls' night out on the strip. Um, Nothing too crazy happened. No, and you know what? We're too old for that. Yeah. Like, we're too old to be falling out and, you know, shit. That's always fun. We were drunk, though, that, which was nice. Everybody was the perfect amount, amount of, drunk of drunk to like yeah. keep it together, but be fun and open to exactly. things, you know? And then we ended the night with wings and pizza. It was great. Like, yeah. my friends all looked delicious. I loved seeing some of my friends that came in from out of town. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was a really great night. And, you know, I think at least once a year you have to have those, like, big like let's go to the strip yeah. and just have fun and now we it. now i'm just pumped about our barbie brunch <gasps> oh, yes yeah. i'm so excited it's such a cute idea don't take it guys well they don't even know what it is 
done. Ha. Okay, what was your pleasure <laughs> moment? <laughs> My pleasure moment this week, um, let me see. Uh, mm, mm. I've just been really not having the best of days lately. Um, I think my pleasure moment is so, you know, Ghosty has been on our show a few times mm -hmm. and she's a good friend of ours. And uh, we both work now. And like where I work, I literally like cannot have my phone out. And if I have my phone out, it's like for a quick second in the break room or maybe in the bathroom, like super quick. So we don't talk as often as we used to, but like we've FaceTimed a couple times throughout the week. And um, she called me even earlier this morning and was like, I'm going to Jersey to see my aunt. I just want to say hi. Because usually when she goes to Jersey, we'll get on the phone and mm -hmm. we'll stay on the phone for her whole drive, which is a couple hours. So it was just it a really nice. It takes a couple hours to get to Jersey? I, f I feel like if there was traffic. Oh there was God. once I feel like it took her like it, almost two hours to get there. Oh my God, that's awful. I thought it was like. Like, you Unless know, like, I'm go tripping. Over the bridge, go under the bridge. Unless I'm tripping. But girl. that New York traffic, though, they don't, yeah, play, they don't yeah. play. But I just feel like I was on the phone with her one day on her mm -hmm. way back, and it took her like a little, like an hour and some. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, we did get to like chat, and she's been telling me about her job and like, you know, dealing with racist people at her job, yeah. but still like, you know, making them money. Yeah, got to. So we love that for her. But um, yeah, what else? I've been eating a lot of ice cream this week. Yeah, it's so. summer. Like, did you did I did you see that meme that I think I sent it to you? It was like um, me at eight thirty p.m. on a sun on a summer evening. <laughs> hmm, I could go for an ice cream cone. <laughs> it was so bad. Literally, I woke up this morning and I was like, we should go get ice cream. Love ice cream, especially Brahms. Like, yeah. if you are not a Texan or an Oklahoman. Or like a North Texan or an Oklahoman, you probably do not have the luxury of having a Brahms. I thought they would be called Oklahomians. Okla Oklahomies? Oh, okay, yeah. If you're not an Oklahomie <laughs> or a North Texan, then you don't have the pleasure of experiencing Brahms. But they like sell various like Bluebell ice cream flavors. Like in Except it's a better than Bluebell. It, right? Because like when you buy Bluebell from the carton, it's not... It's not giving, but then some of the flavors are incorporated. But when I get like a scoop from Brahms, it just magically tastes It'd be different. It's a big ass scoop, too. It do, it do. And Brahm also has their own like ice cream and yeah. they do what they do. I had a, I had yet another Reese's candy bar mix because I just realized when I had it the other day, too, I was like, oh my God, I used to eat these so much in my youth. And now I remember why, because this shit is. Bussin. Bussin, bussin. And so now when I go, that's what I get. And I need them to put extra Reese's in there because mm -hmm. when you get to the bottom of that cup, if uh, I don't have fucking Reese's, why, why am I eating plain ice cream? Vanilla ice cream. At the bottom of the cup. Where is my Reese's at? And I don't want Reese's pieces. I need Reese's peanut butter cups. Be specific. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve that. Don't fuck up my order, man. Don't fuck up her order. <laughs> I get a, a a single dip of the chocolate chip cookie dough mm -hmm. or the orange sherbet. I do orange sherbet if I'm if I don't want to do the milk products because it's a sherbet, obviously. Well, a sherbet is still dairy. Sorbet is the one that is non-dairy. So when I was growing up, I am severely lactose intolerant. I was severely lactose intolerant, and so was my dad. He's like really bad lactose intolerant. Uh -huh. He can handle the lime and the orange sherbet. But he can't handle anything else. Like if you yeah. gave him a chocolate chip cookie dough, 
he would shit his pants. Yeah. But he was, so he eats like the orange sherbet freezes in the lamp, and he has no problems. So like I always just thought it's dairy free or it has a li- it has less it dairy. Has, in it, it. It's the grade I think it's the grade of dairy that they use, but it's still a dairy product. Oh wow! But sorbets are the ones that are non dairy. Those are usually oh. only fruits and things like that. But yeah, I was also bamboozled when I learned this. I was wow. like, this is it because the rainbow yeah. sherbet mm-hmm. in the little pints. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting like four of those. Yeah, but they milk. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That shit do not be wrecking my stomach like that. Though. And I think it's just wait. You know what? Now I have to check. Now I gotta check. We gotta serious. do the. We gotta is do the research. Dairy. Small amounts of dairy. Okay, it's food. one to two percent dairy, as opposed to I'm sure like ninety eight percent dairy of yeah. ice cream. I don't know. Yeah, but but sorbet is the one that the has ice. no like that's dairy, like, no dairy whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, the, and it be tasting like it doesn't. Like it's uh, just ice. I like a good sorbet. You gotta get that. the fresh fruit sorbets. Okay, maybe I'm not bourgeois. Yeah, you gotta mm. get the fresh fruit ones. I don't even know where to get sorbet. You know, you know, um, what's that brand called? It's in the green box. They have those those strawberry freezes. Oh, Outshine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, those are so good. Yeah, is that sorbet? It's like a sorbet. It's it's like a sorbet. How the whole thing is made out of just juice and things. Oh, okay. Except the sorbet is a texture like. Ice. Ice cream. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. The more you we know. Should, yeah, we should get some one day. We should do a whole episode on the different types of <laughs> ice creams. And, and how they relate to your genitals. Frozen beverages. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, today, um, you know, it's the last week of Pride, the last weekend of Pride, which, you know, I guess is why we were out hanging out with the gays yeah, last night. Doing a damn thing. It, as we as we do. Um, so last last week of Pride, last epi dedicated to Pride, even though not really. Um, and we're going to talk about one of the gayest things that the gays know how to do. And that is homoerotic friendships. Pew, pew, pew. Um, so I'm going to preface this with saying that, like, a lot of things in here are good okay and keep them in mind yeah but i also want to preface that a lot of these things are easier said than done yes sometimes in the end so just do what you can babes and keep it pushing mm-hmm. do what you can We're not and keep it pushing yeah and feelings are crazy so yeah and feelings are valid yeah so you know yeah, anyway. That is the gayest thing. I'm sorry. That yeah. is actually, I mean, homoerotic, it's in the name, right? Yeah. But I think that's something that most gay people have an experience with to some degree. Yeah. It's and if you're like me, a lot of times throughout life. Yes. And, you know, does heartbreak ever, is real. Does it ever get easier? No, it never yeah. does, ever. It never does. And you all, you think it will, and it doesn't. So... I don't really know how I'm feeling about them now. Um, But anyway, we keep balling. The term homoerotic friendship comes from close friendships between specifically women and residential communities in England in the late 19th and early 20th century. So like when women started going to college and going to school and living in dorms and things like that. They were always around other women and some of them would just be hanging around each other a little too much. Getting a little comfortable. Getting real freaky deaky in there. Blurred lines. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, in the article that I was reading, it was like a lot of these women didn't identify as lesbian or bisexual, but when it came to like 
the person that they were referring to, you know, it was just like, oh, you know, she's just, that's just my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. And I don't know why I feel these things for her, but that's like my friend, you know. You know? That's my girl. So, yeah. So basically, that is where the term comes from. Um, I know that there was like an article that I briefly read, but they were talking too much about men. What have being been homoerotic and I was like I know they like to wrestle with each other yeah and, and like I want that I want that for them but that's not who I was trying to talk to so that's not who this podcast that's is not for. who this podcast is for so yeah but anyway um it did say things like it it was common specifically like in ancient Greece for like men to have like homoerotic friendships with each other um, and then I don't remember the time frame it said. I think it was like early 1800s where it's like documented of like men in Germany and that them having like their bros or whatever, like okay. sort of kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Very broke back mountain. Very broke back mountain up in this bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh, my God. There's the a history. Gay. There's a history. The gays have been gaying since <laughs> the dawn of time. Since the dawn of time. <laughs> we have been doing this since the dawn of time. OK. Nothing new. Yeah, so um, it has since been adapted by um, new age queer people, uh, particularly with, of course, women, femme for femme relationships, um, to describe a close friend that you are extremely intimate with and sometimes sexual with. Um, Doesn't always have to mean sexual. It can just be like... The intimacy. Yeah, it could just be like the cuddling, the the holding hands, dates... um, being like being just a little more physical with this person than you would with like one of your other friends and you think about you and your other friends doing that thing and you're like that's a little weird so that's not your homo friend and that's okay (laughs) um but this can also be sexually at times some some people do have these friendships that are sexual frequently sexual infrequently occasionally once a quarter there's no wrong way to do it babe it's literally whatever is comfortable for you and said person in the pairing which brings me to another point that i should have disclosed at the front at the beginning of this everybody's so obsessed with labels so obsessed with them and so obsessed with like staying within the boundaries of this label that they like really miss out on things that they want or things that they want to explore, whatever. So don't get too focused on the, on the labels of things because at the end of the day, bitch, that don't mean shit. The label means nothing. Sometimes I will say as the opposing factor to that, mm-hmm. people have boundaries that they have to have for themselves, not like mm-hmm. in like the, you know, the grand scheme of things. Yeah. The label doesn't matter, but sometimes you need to compartmentalize your life. Like there, if people have a lot going on and it's enmeshed, I don't know. Like the label makes sense. Like, okay, I'm going to put my coworkers in this space because when they leak over into my friends, there's a lot of just things that I have to figure out constantly. That's how I feel. So I'm like, I'm one of those people that I don't like cling to labels, especially not the boyfriend and girlfriend vibes or whatever, but it makes sense. Like sometimes it makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to be going back and forth with Lex this whole episode. That's fine. It'll be fine. That's fine. I am just very much, um, do what you feel. I'm very much a do what you feel person. I'm also just like every people are people also like I don't know. I only give you so like you can only take up so many compartments as as much as I give you, yeah. you know. So it's like, yes, this is my coworker and like when I'm on the clock, that is also my friend. Like they're cool. 
when I leave, though, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, hello. Yeah. But I don't know. Out. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like you you shift yourself as you are with people. Like, as you hang out with people, you like, you. I don't think it's a constant, conscious decision for you to, like, switch what parts of yourself you give, whatever. I don't mm. know if that's making sense. It does, yeah. <laughs> back to my points that I was making. Um, the main the main point of the homoerotic friendship is that it is not your typical friendship. So if you hear, like, oh, my God, are you guys dating? Oh, shit, I thought you guys were a thing. Or, oh, my God, you guys make such a great couple. Like, things like that. When you, But when you know that that's not what it is, are things that you probably hear frequently. Yeah, very frequently. If you hear that frequently, you yeah, in it. You, you in it. You in the thick of it, beach. <laughs> into the thick of it. Uh, into the thick of it. <laughs> you bitches are in there, okay? Um, and as queer women and femmes, it seems that this is something we have experienced throughout our queer lives, especially in youth. Mm-hmm. If you are me, again, if you are me, I'm just so gay. Like, and it just, and you know. It just really sucks because I'm gay and I have big feelings, but I'm also like, everything's cool. It's good. It's cool. It's cool. Everything's good. On the inside, I'm screaming and crying. Mm. But um, with puberty, increasing hormones, and bring, bringing forward uh, different sexual urges, as well as just learning who you're actually attracted to, you are likely to have one friend in your youth that you were just a little too close to like think about it like really think about it take a second and pause who was the friend that you were like always wanting to be under and not only just wanting to be under people specifically boys talking to her made you so upset think about it other people getting too close think about it yeah, I bet you just thought of a bitch right now. Yeah, you're fucking gay. Do you ever did you ever have that friend that you used to like watch porn with? Like they would send you porn, they'd be like, Oh my gosh, how do I you had, feel about that? I had plenty and of those, like, yeah. Oh. I had at least three of those through my youth. Yeah, and it was like, Oh, is this what you want? Is this an invite? Is this what invite? you've been thinking about? <laughs> is this an invite? Hello. I love it. <laughs> Thanks, girl. I'm going to practice. There's a lot of different versions yeah. that you might have, have have experienced in your life. But just really give it some thought because it's yeah. there. If you're gay now, it's probably there. And it's not even like it's not even like you guys were even being sexual with each yeah. other either. It literally is just like the unexplained like jealousy rate like fits the unexplained like well i we should always be together Mm -hmm. and doing things together why are you doing things without me but it's like dude that's your friend like take a breath think about it think about it and get back to me okay um like i said where am i going with this okay (laughs) i did put the whole like if you had that one friend and you were always like oh if we're not married by this age (laughs) We should just start a family. Bitch, you niggas are gay. Let's just raise our children. Let's just raise our children. And under the same household. Yeah. And we have the same last name. Yeah. And we share taxes. <laughs> That's gay. We sleep in the same bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, often these, parent, these parents bring an intense level of intimacy um, that doesn't always resonate in sexual ways, like holding hands, sitting in each other's laps, giving each other kisses, being like laid up, cuddled, watching TV, eating food, t- cooking together, like doing things like that. It's like doing relationship things without the relationship things. Mm-hmm. 
if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, yeah, that'll be it. Because I know most people, like, hug and kiss and, like, cuddle with their friends. But, like, I be wanting to be up in your skin. So it's like... I need you to I need you to also like let me in but also like want to be in my skin. Mm. But like not in a way like just just cuz I want to yeah. be close to you. Yeah. That's it. You That's can't it. get close enough. Exactly. Don't even have to be doing anything. We could be scrolling on our phones. Wrap let me it just, up. Let me get in here. Let me unzip you. While the yeah. definition of homoerotic friendships the textbook definition does not involve any kind of sex. Today's queers. <laughs> Today's queers. Today's queers um, would tell you that you're lying. So we're going to go with the 2023 adaptation of this word. Please do. We're taking it back as queers. Okay. Okay. Um, and there are a lot of people that feel, especially like gay people, that are that not only are attracted to their friends, but they do also feel safe and secure and comfortable with them. And... As, like, a gay, like, looking for community and looking to, like, build different kinds of connections and partners throughout your gay experience, mm-hmm. it would make sense that a lot of us feel more comfortable engaging in new or just sexual activities in general with someone that you've known due to comfort, familiarity, trust, and the love that you already have for each other. Because, like, why have a one-night stand when you could eat your besties coochie. Like, why do that? Why go waste my time? Mm-hmm. That is true, bitch. Why That's- go waste my time and waste my energy on someone who most likely is going to be ass anyway? So, hey, just a thought. Um, but this can get messy in different ways, as we will talk about later. Um, establishing boundaries and being open about your feelings is a very important key in these pairings, um, as it is in just about any other relationship, as we have said multiple times mm-hmm. here, um, being honest with yourself and the people involved within your pairings is always really good. Um, I always say it's only weird if you make it weird, because like, it's only weird if you make it weird. Yeah, you could do what you do and then go go on about your day. All right, bitch. See you tomorrow for yoga. Like, whatever. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Um, at the end of the day, just remember that this is your friend. Um, so no matter what direction it goes, do try to prioritize the fact that this is your Your friend friend. and Mm -hmm. as things happen, talk, talk about them, Mm -hmm. be honest about how things are making you feel, be honest about where you're at, um, where you want to be at, where you see things going, things like that. And I mean, as in my young queer life, the, the scary thing is always like, but okay. Sorry, I'm going to I'm going to side note real okay. quick. Make sure to bring me back. Okay. Okay. okay got you. I had someone talk about love to me and like falling in love with people and like how falling in love with someone is a conscious decision that you make. Like, oh, I enjoy this person. I'm going to fall in love with them. So they were like, oh, I just feel a little confused when people say like I just accidentally fell in love with you. Because she's, what did she say? She was like, at some point you had to make the decision that you loved this person. And like, whether or not it was like a platonic love or romantic love, like you didn't, 
and not saying it is at fault. It is just saying like you just didn't realize that, that that's what was happening. So you couldn't steer that love in a different direction. Mm-hmm. So it just sort of did what it did. Mm-hmm. And that's how you sort of get to where you're at. And I was like, bitch, that is a very good point. And then I started thinking about how I love people and like things like that and like what it has been like for me these last couple times. Well, this last time that um, I have fallen in love. And I'm like, it sort of was like a decision that I did make that I was like, oh, damn, you're amazing. And I'm going to love you. And I'm choosing to do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. I just really like that. Yeah, you know? that's a beautiful way to really I, look at it. Like, yeah, it just like it's about you di- like being aware of the fact that it's happening so that you can direct it. Yeah, but not even just that. Just like for me, at least it it has made me view love differently as in like okay I can love people in all these ways and still not be in love with them and I can want to do all these things and say I love you to these people and not be in love with them and I don't know it just I mean duh but also I just didn't think about it like that like oh this is a conscious decision that we make to like fall in love with people and I was only making that because it's like that is a reason that sometimes these pairings go south is because like someone's like, Oh my God, I'm in love with you. And like they don't know where to, put and it. they don't know what to put it. Yeah. And if it, if the feeling isn't reciprocated, you also don't, you don't know where to put it, you know? Right. So I think like when engaging in homoeroticism, <laughs> just be aware of your feelings. Okay. Be aware of your feelings. It's okay to have them. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with Absolutely. having them. But um, just definitely stay aware of where your heart's at so then nobody gets hurt, you know? And have the willpower to be like, I'm done when it's becoming detrimental to your everyday life. Um, And my last thing is have fun. Have fun. Have fun, bitch. Have a good time, bitch. If If you have this friendship that is what it is, um definitely just have fun like explore new things try fantasies especially like embarrassing fantasies you're like oh my god like oh my god i actually don't i really don't want to try this with someone i don't actually know because i'm trying to smash again (laughs) and what if it goes awful yeah i don't even know if i really like this shit exactly but you know you see some shit you want to try with your best you want to try with your homo erotic friend yeah that's you want to try that? You're super comfortable there, so it doesn't really matter if things go bad. And in my eyes, that's another inside joke for later. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Think about all the cool threesomes, if that's, like, your vibe. Yeah. I think that's, like, probably the best part. It's like, yo, we out and about. Literally. We can make some shit shake right now. Especially if it's, like, oh, my God. Or, or, or just meeting someone and being, like, I like you. And my bitch will like you. <laughs> my bitch will really like you. <laughs> my bitch will really like you. <laughs> I know a girl <laughs> whose pussy is so good. If you threw it up in the air, it'd come out of sunshine. What? Truly. That's really the vibe. <laughs> if I if I see a nigga, yeah. That's really the only way it's a yes for me. It's a yes for me if it's also a yes for my bitch, okay? If if my bitch love it, I love it even more. You like it, I love it, baby. Exactly. Um, breaking the relationship norms that are constantly pushed on us is also like a really important factor of like journeying through these connections because 
because it's so like, okay, you feel intense feelings for someone that has to be love, you have to be together. That is like something I feel like we struggle with, especially mm. as gays. Like mm. you can have these intense feelings for someone and not be meant to be in that kind of relationship with them. Mm. And that's okay. That's okay. That doesn't mean like you can't still be close to this person. You guys can't still have a friendship, relationship, whatever. It just is like for the sake of your relationship anyway, keep it keep it where it's yeah. supposed to be. Like yeah. know what just how you have boundaries as a person, know what your boundaries are in friendships and relationships and things. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. Um Let's see. Um, adding another level of intimacy can be fun with someone who you already love and care about. Um, so it just makes everything just feel great. Yeah. It's like, damn, my pudge is out, but it's fine. It's cool, bitch. It's fine. It don't matter. Because that's my... That, that's, that's my bitch. That's my bitch. She know what I look like. She know we pick out this outfit. Thank you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, and my last my last little one in, um, in this, and I'm saying this because, you know, everybody's on TikTok talking about fall, fall in love with your bestie, but like, you know, not in that way. Just being yeah. like, be gay with your yeah. bestie, all these other things. And they're trying to make you feel like it's all fun and games. Oh, it's not. I mean, it can be. It can be all fun and games. It absolutely can it's be. It's also very stressful sometimes. It's, it can be very stressful. It can lead to heartbreak for some. And multiple in like a bunch of different ways, not even as in just like, oh my God, this person is gone. Yeah. Just like heartbreak just in general. Maybe of expectations yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good, I think it's just like a good opportunity for communication. Like it really teaches you to keep the line open, mm -hmm. which in turn I think makes you more intimate, like not in a sexual way, but like, yeah. you know, having to constantly talk about where you are and like come to a, like, not a conclusion, but a like middle a, ground. Yeah, like an understanding of like what each per person's perspective is. Mm -hmm. Then you're like, oh my gosh, the fact that we could even figure this shit out and that we care enough to really figure this shit out. Yeah. That's why you're my bitch. Yeah, literally. What is it? I had a I had a line from a TV show in my head and then it went right out as as I looked at this outline. LOL. Too many words. <laughs> Too many words. Um, okay, as I said, in some cases, these parents do not work out, one person falls, or even someone is just like, okay, well, I've met someone, I gotta go, or even, this ain't what I need right now, mm -hmm. so I'm gonna go, but not as in I'm gonna leave, as in, like, we need to chill, um, which is also, okay, that is just another conversation that needs to be had about, like, reassessment of boundaries mm -hmm. and, like, where you're at. Just like Courtney just said. So, like I said, in some cases, these pairings don't work out um, for the reasons of falling, not falling, changing minds, changing boundaries, everything mm -hmm. like that. Um, another reason is, for some of you gays, mm -hmm. you get so caught up in how good the O is that it just gets so toxic and filled with drama that it literally deteriorates something and now you on socials talking about how you'll never trust a bitch again <laughs> bitch, she just made you come really really hard because she knows your body she knows your soul and not even not even just that just it just you know i don't know i think it's like 
the drama definitely and toxicity comes from like, okay, well, I'm also seeing these people or I'm also actually dating this person and like all these other things. I think that usually comes from the lies and have truths that mm. people can tell in things like this so that just to keep like whatever it is that they have, you know. Um, too much drama That's a is also one. another one because uh, sometimes there be a lot of drama. I mean, yeah. Friendship. There's a lot of drama in friendships. There's drama in relationships. There's drama in the people you just having sex with sometimes. Yeah, though. there's drama. When yeah. you converge the threes, just a lot. It yeah. can be a lot. And then other times things just fall off. Like, things just, just like. Life progresses. Just like, yeah, just like anything else. Sometimes that shit falls off. Um, processing through this heartache can sometimes feel a lot like a breakup because, like, relationship like it 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 still is you building intimacy in a relationship with a person and then basically it being changed or taken away or like whatever so of course that'll make a bitch feel some type of way um depending on where you're at i guess or just in general just because it's like okay well now now what do i do yeah like the dynamics change the things you do maybe how you do them change so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um and it's okay to cry about it. That's yeah, my next absolutely. It's cool to cry about it. If you need to get in the shower and like sit on the ground, get you a good little cry sesh, bitch, do it. Do what you gotta do. But just keep it moving. And I already said that. And like I already said, it's easier said than done, bitch. Like keeping it moving is easier said than done. But let yourself feel how you feel. I think that's yeah. my biggest um tip too. Like Feel how you feel, but then, I guess, keep it moving. Yeah, because I know, like, some people will say, like, oh, well, it wasn't actually a thing. Like, it wasn't even a thing. So, I don't even have the right to feel upset because it wasn't even a thing. But, like, babes, you, like I said, you were still putting in time and effort Mm -hmm. and intimacy and, like, care and trust into this thing. And It didn't end the way you wanted it to. It didn't end. I mean, not even just that. Like, it's also just shifting like things changing and not like i don't know bitch just shift shifting shift Mm -hmm. shifting um take steps to heal yourself and whatever that looks like to you i.e distance reassessments of boundaries or just ending things altogether and like i already said keep it moving like feel it heal it talk about it move forward um all easier said than done, but all will be really good for you in the end. So yeah. Um, speaking of in the end. In the end. That's my next segment name. Okay. <laughs> um, don't get too caught up in the fun that you like get delusional. Don't go delulu on me, babes. Like, don't do it. Don't romanticize everything don't that's how you get yourself into like oh my god no that is definitely a way to get there um respect each other's boundaries be vocal about your feelings and boundaries as they change or if they don't i know in another episode i feel like we said um Maybe it was like on the polyamory episode where we were saying like it's really good to have check-ins mm-hmm. like with your partners, mm-hmm. and I feel like even your friends having check-ins with them um, to see where they're at with their feeling, how things are, everything like that. I feel like those are really good things. Yeah. Yes, because um, I mean people's boundaries can change, and you don't mm-hmm. even realize 
And sometimes people's boundaries can change and they are like, oh, I need to tell this person, but the opportunity doesn't present itself or a bitch just chicken out. And that's okay too, bitch. Who wants to talk about their feelings? Yeah, <laughs> Who wants to do that? Let's just do more cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That's what we <laughs> said last night. <laughs> bitch, where the cocaine? Where is that? You, all these white people around, you ain't got, no? Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> I'm with the wrong white people. <laughs> um, be honest and loyal to yourself in these things more than anything else. Um, Cause that can definitely help you like stop things before they get too messy. Cause again, I don't know about anybody else, but I am all for like just having the people that I grow with to continue to stay around so I've said like a million times, like we can talk about something mm-hmm. from dawn until dusk, babe. Like we can talk about it till I can't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. Just don't fucking go anywhere because things aren't going the way you want them to or something like that. I mean, unless I'm like hurting you. Like unless it's uncompromisable. Yeah, you know? unless it's uncompromisable, yeah, girl, then that's completely different. But I don't know. I feel like love is, it, loving someone is loving someone, period, full stop. Like, I feel like that's just what that is. You love them. If you if you say you love them, you should act like it. Don't treat it conditionally. Yeah. I only love you when I have this access to you. That's shitty. No. Okay. And try to work through it together, which is basically what I just said. Um, talking about feeling sucks, but talking about your feelings with your besties, with your with these friendships, these kind of situationships, if you want to call them is always really good. Um, And as I've said again, and I'm going to say it again, this is all easier said than done. (laughs) Like, Put it into practice. Put it into practice. Do your best. Don't beat yourself up for not being able to move past something or not being able to move forward. But definitely ask yourself, like, is is moving forward without this person at all better than Mm -hmm. even just being able to love them and experience them as they go through life. So I guess that really goes to how much do you love this person and in what way do you love this person? And that'll take some honesty and loyalty to self to figure out what to do next. Absolutely. Yes. So at the end of every segment or episode, really, we do have a segment called Questions for the Girls. Yes. And I do have a few for us. Okay. My first one is for or against homoerotic friendships? I am pro homoerotic friendships <laughs> and all the complexities that arise from them because they are really beautiful. Mm-hmm. I've had a few in my life and I think they've only gotten better with age personally. <laughs> um, you know, I just think it's like you said, like I think communication is like the biggest thing mm-hmm. um, because it is possible to like grow in that way together. You just have to be open to like fucking communicating say what you yeah. want say what you don't want anymore yeah you know but also like definitely listen to how you're making the other person feel and i think that's a lot of like that's where that easier said than done like really comes into play because mm-hmm. for me i'm always like in all of my past like um homoerotic friendships that i've had i'm always like okay well now how does like how how am i affecting how is this affecting you and how is this affecting other people and I am a big on, like, I don't want to, I would rather have a friendship that's 
normal or a friendship where I can trust you and talk to you and not feel like there's this all this drama surrounding like a relationship. I went through that with my, my college friends and like now I think we're in like a place where it's just like I'm just glad that you're here like you said. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that you're here. Mhm. Yeah. I feel that. Um I don't know. I'm in the middle currently only because um Bitch, I just realized I'm just a bitch with too many... Like, I have so many feelings, and, like, when I love people, I love them, like, really, really hard. And I also just really like to feel like the people that are extremely special to me also feel like I am special to them. And I feel like in moments like this, it gives me, like, not, like, an X factor, but it makes... Sometimes it just makes it feel like, okay, well... Obviously, we don't have this with anybody else, and we do have this with each other, and I think that's beautiful. And I, it's like, why not do whatever it is that works for whatever it is that we have going on? But at the same time, I hate being heartbroken, and I, I hate that my brain, when I love people, my brain like is like, oh, yeah, this is going to be great, and it's going to be this and this and this, and this is how we're all going to grow old together, and this is how it's going to be, and it's going to be great. Everything's going to work out, and then things don't go that way, and that is, like, heartbreaking for a bitch that can, like, visually conceptualize how love just flows and how it should be able to flow from person to person and how it doesn't, I don't know, friend for a lover. I mean, love for a friend love for a lover, love for a partner. I feel like those are all really intense, deep loves in different ways. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it still is a very deep love to me. So it'd be real hard because I'm... Yeah. Because now it's like, I obviously don't have to change my love for you, but I do have to change how I am able to express my love for you. Yeah. Which feels restricting sometimes because then you go you want to go to like do something and then it's like I can't (sighs) yeah I mean you know you also come from a perspective you're um like you know openly non-monogamous you know that's how you see your future you know is like that free love is available to you because you accept partners of all kinds to be incorporated in your life right but like not everybody has that feeling or like that ability to, I feel like comp- compartmentalize like intimacy and love in that way. I think I'm definitely like somewhere in the middle because mm-hmm. I see my like I see things kind of traditionally. I'm just like, and that's like a personality trait, not like a like a political mindset mm-hmm. or like a man and wife kind of vibe. Like mm-hmm. it's more like I don't know, like the way that I express my intimacy. I I like reserve certain ties for certain things. I, I haven't mastered how to let that flow yet without it yeah. being complicated for me. Yeah. So, like, I do it because I'm like, this is a lot to think about a lot of times. So, But it's easier if I'm like, okay, this person is this to me. This person is this to me. This person is this to me. And this is what I can expect from these types of relationships. And, like, I think that's why my homoerotic friendships have been so, like, 
everywhere because I'm like, oh, yeah, I can flow. And I'm like, ooh, actually, this is a little too much flow for me. I got yeah. to cut off some of these channels. I got to have a little bit more structure in the way that I express, like, the things I express and, like, my intimacy towards people. Yeah. It's just... It's a personality thing, you know. Yeah. And they don't, they I'm just don't. a little different. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just a little built different. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I'm very much a free flowing person. I do blame that on all my air placements, very really and truly. But um, I'm a lover. I'm a lover. That's just it. Um, not to you niggas. Please realize and remember that I really do not fucking like your ass. But wow. going backwards, <laughs> she had to like make that an asterisk. Like it really didn't have anything to do, but she gonna make it known. I'm not talking about you. I niggas. was not talking to you niggas. So <laughs> when you see me and I'm being buck, don't act surprised. Cause listen, this message was not intended for you. Lex has always told you exactly who they were. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, I'm very much a lover. And so my two, my for or against homoerotic friendships is very much in the middle right now because how much heartbreak can a bitch take? That's really my thing. And I'm afraid of getting close to people. So getting close to people and then it's just the whole thing, okay? It's my own issues and that's okay. That's fine. I also just have a fear of being replaced. I also have a fear of like just not... A, something not feeling special anymore because it's like, oh, well, now you just went and did, like, found somebody else to literally do things that I want that I'm offering as well. And I'm over here like, oh, my God, so happy for you. Have a great time. And it's like, wow, I, too, would, like, set intimacy. But now I have to rework my shit. Another question for the girls. Um... What is a message for the gays trying to navigate that you would give? Open hearts, open communication. I think it just requires a lot of understanding. Mm -hmm. You really just gotta like meet somebody at their perspective and be like, yes, I am. I hear you. This is what I can like give you to make you to make this work. I just I say just open communication. You have to have it. And I think you have to have like you really have to have a true love for this person because yeah. let me tell you something. These little homoerotic like friendships that you fucking see on TikTok or like the ones you see on Twitter where it's like, I just want a friend that I can go out with to the club and then go home and eat their pussy. Like, okay, that's yes, that's awesome in theory, but that person's probably not gonna be your best friend if that's all you're doing is going yeah. to the club and then going home to eat pussy. That's just a person you're fucking and yeah. hooking up with. But if you're if this person is actually when we talk about homoerotic friendships, I think the way we're talking about it is like a much deeper relationship like, that requires a certain amount of understanding, that requires a certain amount of intimacy, that requires a certain amount of not, patience. It's not like we're going to the club and eating eating our coochie every now and then. It's like we're doing that, but also we're having movie nights and we're doing arts and crafts and just wanting to like do life to, together. Like, together. Oh, we're running errands. Yeah, we or, throw parties with our friends that all mingle, like things like that. It's like you're intertwined in life with this person. It's not just like so you that makes should make you want to care. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not communication is hard when you don't really give a fuck. You're like, oh, it's just this yeah. girl I met on her. Yeah. And, you know, but we, we be I, hanging out. We be smoking together, and then we eat yeah. each other out. I that's like, great. I just don't think that's a homoerotic friendship. I just yeah. think that's a friend you fuck or a yeah. person that you fuck. Yeah, because the people that you fuck aren't always your friends. Because do they have your best interest at heart when it's not coming to your pussy? Hmm? 
Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I think my message for the gays would be like pretty similar is just be open and communicate and don't be afraid to talk about it to the point, like don't be afraid to talk about it and also cry about it with said person. Like it's cool, especially if you guys have been so intimate and close as you have, I feel like those are things that also bring you closer is like, okay, I see your feeling. I see what you mean. I, I'm, I'm, I see you basically. Um, and then, you know, you just sort of move forward and I don't know. I feel like every time you move forward from whatever, you always feel closer to someone yeah. else. So, yeah. Um, would you do it, any of it again? Would, would do you, is that, is that in your... Am I looking for another homoerotic friendship? N- no, I'm, I just, that's, no, not as in like looking, just as in like, if it so happens would you engage is I guess my question. I don't know right now. I feel like that would be cool in theory, but I think it would like, I would have to compartmentalize it and like, it would have to be like a friend that I just was just like, we just got together to like hook up. Yeah. And that was that. Like, I don't, I don't, I have a lot of friends. Yeah, I have a lot of friends. Miss Popular, and I, and I've I have a lot of like I hate to say I have a lot of like best friends. So I I don't have room to like dedicate like a whole other section to like yeah naturally I just don't see it happening right now or really in the near future yeah um because I'm just happy with what I got yeah so no I just don't see it being a possibility no not really yeah I I'm I'm very much on the no side of things I don't know at the. <laughs> I at this point any um complicatedness I just don't want it. That that's exactly this, how I feel at this current moment. Um I, which I never want it anyway to be complicated, which I feel like is why I have learned to be so free flowing as well is because like it doesn't have to be complicated, but we sure can make it complicated. Yep. But it doesn't right. have to be that way and here is why, but again, my feelings logic it and it's also like what is what is complicated for you yeah may not be complicated for that other person yeah and what is easy for that person may not be easy for you yeah so it's like even that is like hypothetical not hypothetical what is it um it like it just depends yeah i don't know i guess hypothetical is the word like it's yeah. just hypo- it's Every, all hypothetical. Everybody's everybody's different and every relationship is going to be different and how we feel and we experience these things might not be how you feel and you experience You might things. have it really easy. You might you be might, like free free flowing as Lex over here it's and it not just might easy though. And it just be might making be making sense. It's okay. easy and it's easy in theory because I am free flowing, but what isn't easy is like which is probably why I won't be <laughs> I'm good on it currently. Well, what was because like your... being like just being free flowing is is good up until like who you're who you're really getting like who you're really connecting with isn't as free flowing. So then it's like okay, well I have all these feelings and I feel all these things and all of this and now it's like okay, well one, what do I do with this? And two, not even how do we go back, but how do we go forward? to where everything still feels some sort of normal. So 
That's it. Because you can't make people flow with you. People flow at their own pace. So as much as you've talked, you know, throughout these last <clears throat> seven months about Red, mm-hmm. what would you consider that? Would you consider that a homoerotic friendship? Um, I guess. Like, I guess. And I, I think we sort of, like, went into the intention of that. But, like, when someone asked her the other day, like, oh, what would you call you guys? She was like, oh, you know, I... I think I would call us lovers. Like, I think we would say we were lovers, which I thought was super cute. Like, super, super cute. But um, she's a great friend, and I do really love being around her. And and you guys share a certain kind of intimacy. And we do share a certain kind of intimacy, absolutely. So I think yes and, like, yes and no, I would consider that. I know that that, like, if she's listening, she'll probably be like, "Mm, that is what I would say. (laughs) But like, sometimes when we talk about it, like, because I told her, I'm like, you know, I don't really consider you a partner, but like, you're sort of a partner to me. Cause like, I don't know. It just sort of feels like that sometimes. And, um, she'll be like, no, no, I wouldn't call it that. And I'm like, she doesn't like the term partner. I don't think. Yeah. Because she's like, when I think partner, I think like dating to marry and we're going to buy a house and we're going to do. And so I'm like, okay, I can get that. But to me, that's not what I think. Everybody's different definitions. Exactly. Which I, which is why it's really important to have like those conversations with people. Um, especially the people that you are like sexually, platonically, maybe semi-romantically involved with. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Bottom line is homoerotic friendships. It's a fucking roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. It's all fun and games um, until it's not. Until it's not, and most of the time, it's only fun and games for the first few months oh. because because then people like because then feelings and more boundaries yeah. and life and new starts people, to happen. Yeah, and so then you're like, okay, wow, I'm actually not okay with that, and I am okay yeah, with this. It gets so, a little more complicated. Exactly, yeah. but I think like you know, in the first few months, just like with anything else, you get like pretty not obsessed, but like really focused on like yeah. what it is you have going on. So it's such a little tightrope, you know. Yeah, um, but you like can life. balance. You can Absolutely. balance if you have the right partner, just like them niggas at the circus. What? Nice. <laughs> I really like that beach. Cause you know they was on that pole on the yeah they were standing was, on each other's yeah. shoulders and shit. That was cool. You as got fun. the you got the right you got the right partner. You can tightrope walk mm-hmm. for a little while, maybe even unicycle. Very true, bitch. Yeah. Well, that's our little episode for today. I do hope you enjoyed our pride segment for this month um, segments Um, next month. We really just about to be doing our usual, probably raunchy shit. We need to get back to some nasty episodes. It's been like months. It's been months since we didn't have like a nasty, nasty episode. And so, you know, maybe we can get on that. We need to get on that. Maybe we can go. Maybe we can go somewhere where they do crazy shit. Yeah, at we need some just, inspiration. Need Let's, some does inspiration. anybody know where the glory holes are around where town? Where are the glory holes? <laughs> oh my god! I literally keep saying that. We just need to find where the glory holes are so we can talk about these, talk to these people. Because I want to know why do you like it so much? Yeah, what what is it? <laughs> yeah, what is it? Because that's how I'd be feeling if I was doing the fucking. I'd be like, what is this really? This it is could nice. be a papaya, <laughs> a warm papaya. Yeah, it could literally. be a, a cake. It could Who be knows? a human. It could be a human. It could it could be one of those little dolls too. Yes. So many possibilities. Yeah. And I guess like, maybe that's the thrill of it. Yeah. What am I putting my dick into? Don't even know. But now I'm imagining like the guy pressed up against the wall with his head turned to the side, just like thrusting at the wall into this <laughs> hole. <laughs> 
bracing himself up on the wall. Got like, a this splinter is a, in his cheek. Like this is an interrogation. That nigga is <laughs> up against the wall. Not a stop and frisk. Yes. But yes, our year anniversary is coming up. Woo! So we will be um, doing a countdown for that. Please stay tuned for crazy. all of our literally a year it's flown by my dear this is episode 48 okay i think it's like 47, 47. I, I really fucked is up it? the numbers i, I was looking okay. at the other day i gotta go back and fix that either shit. way bitch we're over 45 yeah, we're almost at that's 50. crazy we're almost at 50 episodes and that's insane bitch we've been you know what also i know the episode has ended but listen i was listening to a few of our beginning episodes you know like our foreplay episode episode two um I think I listened to episode nine, Coochie by Another Name. Oh, that's my favorite episode. That is a too. good episode. I was listening to it and I was like, wow, bitch, we have really rounded out on these mics. Cause yeah. like I listen to our episodes now and I'm like, we we sound so sure of like what we're doing, the message we're putting out and things like that. And like you listen to us before and we're like, um, yeah. And, and this, also this. And yeah. hmm, do I say this on the mic? <laughs> oh my God. Ew. We There was a lot of that going on. And now we just be like, Pussy, 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 marijuana, marijuana <laughs> on the fucking mic. And I do love that for you. Yeah. I think next year we'll have even more things. We'll be like, yeah. wow, last year we were doing this, this, and that. Yes. Less new to this shit, but yeah. extremely true to this shit. Yeah. 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 In honor of our anniversary, I'll be getting new wall art for yes. the temporary stew. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait to reveal that to you guys. Love it. I hope it'll be a picture of Coochie. Well, we can't put that on YouTube. Oh, we can't. But it, what if it Ooh. looks like a peach or like a fruit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you like a flower. That. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, I love it. Perfect. Okay, well, um, if you've never f- listened to an episode before and you don't know where to find us, you can head to um, Instagram and find us on all your pleasures underscore mm-hmm. on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. Actually, join our group. Subscribe on our YouTube. Watch our pretty little faces. Sometimes mm-hmm. Lex has their titties out. Sometimes I have my little titties out. So, you know, join the fun. Um, and stay plugged in because next month we have a whole lot of fun stuff that we can't wait to, you know, reveal. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, we love you. Uh, have a great whatever fucking day listening to this podcast. Okay. Bye. Bye.